Daily Drive is brought to you by eBay Motors. Auto dealers, are you missing the most engaged buyers because you don't know where to find them? At eBay Motors, you'll find buyers so motivated, they purchase a car or truck once every three minutes. Just call 866-210-5362 and mention code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. I'm Jason Stein, publisher of Automotive News, and this is Daily Drive for Monday, March 29th. There's a new retail model at work, and it's forming in one of the most expensive markets in the country with a whole dose of ingenuity, a boatload of cash, and one oversized level of ambition. How ambitious? Try about $300 million worth. It's not just a dealership that Adam Sims and his team are remodeling at Toyota of Walnut Creek in the heart of Silicon Valley. It's a completely new way of rethinking the business, from the ground to the sky. It's what you do when the dirt below the upgraded store is worth more than the thriving business above it. The creative solution is not for those with a small wallet or an aversion to risk. If all goes according to plan, the upgraded Toyota store will not only be one of the most modern dealerships in the United States, but sitting on top of it will be 400 units of rental housing, green space, swimming pools, recreational areas, and 400 parking spaces for residents, built where today there exists nothing but sky. If approved by local officials, the all-in price tag would make Toyota of Walnut Creek one of the most expensive auto dealership developments in the U.S., And, as Adam Sims, CEO of Price Sims Auto Group, tells us today on page one of Automotive News, it's the only way to make upgrading the aging store affordable as the land grows more expensive. He's not thinking horizontal. He's thinking multidimensional. To explain how his successful auto group, number 95 on the Automotive News 2020 list of top dealership groups, is making this project a reality, we've reached Adam Sims in California. Adam Sims, it's good to talk to you. How are you today? I'm great, thanks. Adam, paint a picture of of what your region is like for us. Uh, you're in Silicon Valley, and there there is the notion that the dirt below a dealership is sometimes worth more than the thriving business above it. Is that an accurate depiction of life as a car dealer in, in uh, Northern California? Um, yeah, it really is. So, you know, if you think about it, we we have 20, uh, 26 separate franchises all throughout the Bay Area. And, you know, um, the uh, real estate can, uh, in many cases, not even be available because it's been tied up in family trust trusts on a generational basis. Um, you know, and, you know, we, and if you get, do get the opportunity to buy the real estate, you know, we can, you know, we can be upwards of 75 to a hundred dollars a square foot for the dirt. And of course, dealerships, you know, it takes a lot of square footage to park, you know, an adequate selection of inventory for customers to, uh, select an automobile. So, uh, it can become very, very, um, expensive, um, you know, we, we're in Marin County, which is one of the most expensive places in the country. We're in the center of Silicon Valley, where literally we have 28 publicly traded uh, dealers or uh, uh, technology companies in our designated market area. And what we're seeing is, you know, even before us, we're seeing a lot of uh, multi-use type projects, housing, retail, um, you know, ways of, uh, you know, getting more square footage and going vertical, going down. 
uh, whatever they can do. And, you know, with that, they make it even a worse situation. We have a severe housing, specifically an affordable housing uh, challenge in Northern California. So, you know, I'm sure there's other places in the country that are the same ways, but this is sort of the, you know, this is a uh, ground zero. This is the way we view the world. And tell me a little bit about Price Sims business, uh, your, your own auto group. So Price Sims, uh, we, we have 26 dealerships. We do around 25,000 retail units a year. Uh, my partner, Tom Price, uh, is the chairman. I'm the, the CEO. Uh, we're both partners in the business. We never really started out wanting to have a whole lot of franchises. He and I joined together almost 20 years ago, and he was really retiring. And We just bought one dealership. He was going to back me in that store. And, you know, over time, I was going to buy him out. And, of course, that business got big really quick. And then the next opportunity came along, the next opportunity came along, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, the whole thing has snowballed for us over the years. And, and uh, you know, today it's a you know billion-dollar-plus business with over 1,000 associates. And you sold how many vehicles last year? Uh, I think we sold right around 25,000 new and used cars retail in Northern California. You know, we have everything from Bugatti, Bentley, Rolls, Aston Martin, Lamborghini, Mercedes, Jag, Land Rover, Volvo, three Toyota stores, Ford. So we've got great brands, you know, and clearly, you know, Northern California has always had a history of uh, being a very strong import market. We're blessed with three Toyota stores, which is uh, uh, great for us. And, you know, candidly, that was, you know, that was the thrust that we needed to be able to expand to these other brands as well. So let's talk about Toyota of Walnut Creek. It's a high-volume store. It's also among just 9% of Toyota dealerships in the nation that are out of compliance with the brand's 17-year-old Image 2 facilities program. So, so you needed to fix the store. Yeah, we, you know, we had an opportunity to buy a dealership that had been in, a family, in the hands of a family for many, many years. Uh, it was an expensive store, and you know, candidly, it had a lot of upside potential. And so we acquired uh, Toyota Walnut Creek in the fourth quarter of 2019. I might have that wrong. Maybe it was 18. Things uh, run together. But um, so we acquired the store and the commitment that we made, uh, we did it with an outside uh, equity partner, uh, sort of a family fund called the uh, Open Road Capital Group out of Washington, D.C. And um, so we acquired it with a commitment to Toyota that, you know, we would build them a brand compliant facility and start immediately on the development process. And of course, we did exactly that. And and uh, but as we began to work on the projects, the economics that were coming back were, uh, were just uh, incredibly expensive. You know, when we built uh, one of our other Toyota stores, Toyota Sunnyvale, um, in 2003, I think it cost us four and a half million dollars to build the store and um you know now we're looking at over 40 million dollars in construction costs on top of uh, 15 million dollars worth of real estate and so we're really faced with okay you know we've got the commitment to toyota to build the store do we go ahead with the project uh, in a traditional um, uh, format um, or do we take another look at it and try to come up creative and try to figure out some way to do it where the dealership could uh, flourish, but without drowning uh, with a very high rent factor. And um, uh, so, you know, the idea was, okay, well, what if we took this very highly desirable area, it's a wonderful market, and we, um, and we joined up with a developer, and we did a multi-use project. So we had uh, no compromise in presence, no compromise in workflow, 
but we simply added um, housing and retail on top of and you know and, 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 and integrated into the dealership. And then, of course, that would give us an opportunity to offset the cost of the of the dealership should represent no compromise and be a really fun project to work on. And, you know, little did I know that, you know, that was going to take on a life of its own. And, you know, two out two years later, uh, we're working on a very grand project to do exactly what I just said. And, uh, you know, it looks it looks very, very probable that we're going to be able to bring this thing to fruition. We'll be brand compliant. We may have some retail. We may have some professional services. We may have some additional housing in, in the project. And, of course, you know, go back to my core goal. I'm an automobile dealer, an operator. You know, I don't want to compromise presence. I don't want to compromise uh, workflow so we can run an efficient business as well. So let's talk about the dealership first before we talk about what's above it. It's going to become a modern 165,000-square-foot full-service Toyota store by 2026. That's the plan. And it's going to more than double the existing service bays. You're going to have 54 of those, including eight for quick lane operations, 800 display and storage parking spaces for inventory, and 7.5 acres of downtown real estate. So you're your prime location, and you've got a great store. That's all good. But I think the phrase that, that, that we're using is go big and go homes. Right. <laughs> oh, that's fair. I, had, I hadn't heard that one before, but you know the, um, uh, you know the uh, um, listen the Toyota franchise, especially in Northern California, is a, a wonderful brand to represent. You know, we already sell uh, you know four hundred and fifty or to five hundred cars a month out of this location, um, and it clearly has a lot of upside. We, uh, you know, we bought a facility that was, you know, gosh, uh, maybe three brand, uh, pa- you know, image packages previous. So uh, it was desperate need of the uh, of the improvements. I think the key for us was being able to get Toyotas. You know, when we face the economics of a 60, 70 million dollar project for just a dealership, you know, the rent factor on this thing was going to be really, really high. And so when we, you know, first broke, you know, we first introduced the idea to Toyota. And Gensler, who is their architectural firm that they work with about a multi-use project, um, you know, they were open to the idea. And so they're looking for other ways uh, to continue to maintain market representation in these intensely um, expensive markets like Walnut Creek, California. And uh, Toyota, you know, uh, traditionally has always looked for a way for the dealers to win, for the manufacturers to win and for the customers to win. Uh, so they were very open to the prospects of this, even though it was going to represent quite a delay in our initial commitment to uh, deliver a new facility when they approved us acquiring the franchise. And so I really have to credit Toyota um, and their, you know, pioneering spirit around, you know, maybe if we can do a project like this and we can figure out how to address these type of uh, expensive market issues and still maintain a good support um, location and market representation for Toyota, it's really a win-win. And so we've really worked closely with Toyota, Gensler, the community of Walnut Creek, um, and our team. I mean, these are uh, you know, the timelines on development of these types of projects are, are, you know, very, very long. They're very complicated. They sort of, they're totally outside the scope of what we would be able to do as a dealer group 
without a lot of really smart real estate development uh, expertise, land use attorneys, political affair consultants, uh, you name it. And then, of course, you've got to be able to finance the project. And then you've got to be able to run the dealership while you're building it. So it's a complicated uh, proposition. It's certainly not one for the faint of heart. Um, but, you know, we've been working on ours now for over two years, and it's really looking like this thing's going to come to fruition. Um, the city's a huge fan of what we're trying to do, and uh, I think Toyota uh, very much supports the project. Gensler's been a great support uh, uh, player in the project, and our entitlement process is right on track. We'll hear more from Adam Sims, CEO of Price Sims Auto Group, after this message. The most motivated car buyers aren't knocking on your door anymore. They're online. But you don't have to look far. You can find them at eBay Motors. Our platform features over 7 million engaged users. Our buyers are so engaged, they enter over 3 billion search impressions per month and buy a car or truck every 3 minutes. Today's car buyer has high expectations when they browse online. eBay Motors helps you meet those expectations. Use machine learning with our AI-driven vehicle pages, and you'll automatically optimize your buyer's experience. It's as easy as listing your inventory and watching as the most engaged buyers find you. If you've ever uploaded your automotive inventory to a website, you have more than enough skills to get your cars listed on eBay Motors. It will feel like you're setting up an entirely new car dealership within minutes. Once you list your available inventory, you'll have additional support from the platform, including a single destination page for your entire brand. Want to generate more sales automatically? eBay Motors lets you choose between auction, classified, and fixed-price listing options so the site does the heavy lifting. It even integrates with your existing dealer or vehicle management system. All you have to do is list your inventory. Sit back, relax, watch a movie, and then check back in to see the sales you've made. How do you start? It's as simple as creating an account. Call 866-210-5362 and mention the code AUTONEWS to get 50% off your first two months. Find out why selling cars has never been this easy. That number again, 866-210-5362. So let's give, some, let's give our folks the details here. What will sit above the dealership? Describe it for me. Well, you know, today, you know, when you're building a project, it's not going to come to market for three or four years. It's it's really um, it's impossible to identify what the end users are actually going to be, because obviously when we get ready to bring the project to market, we want to optimize the return on the mixed use portion of the project. So it could be life sciences. It could be retail. It could be residential. It could be a combination of the three. These are areas where the city looks for more capacity, and um, and we can bring that to the city. That's a benefit to the city. And then there's got to be a community benefit as well. And so we're integrating, you know, bike paths and things that sort of the tie major, um, you know, uh, road and exchanges and the BART station for uh, for mass, uh, uh, you know, transit to get people into San Francisco. Uh, so it's really an open-ended um, development um, request of the city that, hey, when we get uh, we get through the entire process, the architectural work is done and the entitlements are approved, you know, we now have the opportunity to go to the market for the best and highest return on the mixed-use portion of the project so we can keep a responsible rent factor as an auto dealer. So atop the two-story dealership in part of the plans uh, and uh, and the nearby inventory parking structure – Plans to be uh, 400 plus units of rental housing, as you mentioned, the green space, swimming pools, recreational areas, 400 parking spaces for residents, 
And uh, that is all being run through the city of Walnut Creek right now, right? Where, where is that process sit? Well, we, you know, we literally have had to, uh, we've had to come in and, ha- and help and assist the city in rewriting the pre- their precise plan, which is our long-term view for the city, uh, to because no one had ever complicate, uh, uh, contemplated this type of a use. Uh, that's met with huge support, unanimous support at the city council level. Uh, now, you know, we're going through all of the just the basic um, uh, permitting and entitlement steps with the city. You know, we're paying our permit fees and that kind of thing. So they're doing the study, the traffic impact studies that need to be done, how it's going to impact the community and additional, you know, uh, demand on the educational system, et cetera, et cetera. Um, This process is about a year process. It's very open to challenges by the community, Um, you know. um, And so um, what we're, you know, what we're and we're, you know, we're we're waging a political campaign or, you know, a a, campaign. public relations campaign to educate the community of the positive impact this project will have on the community uh, to sort of prevent any negative pushback as we go through the development process. There's always a chance that the city um, can, uh, can, 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 can experience so much resistance to progressive development in the community that a project like this could get turned down. So we have to really sort of engage and win the hearts and the minds of the community as well as the city officials uh, that manage development pro- projects in the, in the area. So you're waiting uh, for several layers of approval before the first shovel really can be turned, right? And, um, right. But, but all in, Adam, you're, you're looking at, gosh, close to $279 million? Well, you know, it's a moving target. You know, it's a, you know, it's a $270 million up to about a $400 million project in total. Um, we have gone to the market because, you know, all this is theory. We're paying all the expenses and burdening all the expenses of this de- development project. But you have to have someone that will finance the project as well. And so uh, we're down to two developers, both of them very capable of, um, of, fa- of funding the project. And so um, it looks like the financing um, will be secured successfully. So, you know, if we, we've got Toyota's support on the, on the time that it will take to bring the project to fruition uh, we're working with Gensler, the architectural firm, on that. Uh, we're in the midst of the, the permitting process uh, with the city, and um, and the financing uh, looks like it, it's, it. You know, it's it definitely is going to happen. So, you know, you know, I, in my view, I think we've probably got a ninety five percent chance of bringing this project to fruition. One of the things that we have to look at is. You know, with this dealership that we have, Northern California is a very expensive place to operate. You know, uh, compensation is much higher than it is in other parts of the country as well. And, you know, we want to we try to operate with a discipline of trying to keep a rent factor at about 10 percent of the gross profit that we generate. You know, if we would have had to go down the traditional path, you know, we would be talking about 25 to 30 percent of our gross profit going to rent, which would be extraordinarily high. By taking this uh, approach, you know, we look to be able to maintain about a 10% uh, rent factor when the project's done for the dealership component. Well, kudos to you and your team for putting together such an ambitious project. We will be watching with great interest as you go big and go homes. Well, you know, that's, uh, you know, we, we refer to the project as the magic van here at Northern California. So um, uh, we've got a little bit of a different reference for it, but I think we, it, it, they both, you know, sort of reflect uh, a, a very exciting project and, um, 
you know, we think it opens the door for us to look at other projects at the dimension of and. Um, uh, so uh, there may be other opportunities just like this throughout the Bay Area. So uh, we appreciate the opportunity to share what we're working on and I uh, hope you have a great day. Wonderful. Thank you, Adam. Bye. We reached Adam Sims in California, and that's Daily Drive from Monday, March 29th. For breaking news, go to autonews.com. And for a library of more than 250 interviews and nearly a million listens, go to autonews.com slash daily drive. We'll be back Tuesday. <laughs>